0: Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God or your purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Afake Woonzuzu. So let's get down to it. Hello, fam. Glad to be back again to speak to you this week. If you are new to this channel, my name is Afake and I'm your host for today. And um, welcome if you're new. And if you've been with us for a while, welcome back. And nonetheless, I am excited to speak to you this week. And I hope the new year is off to a wonderful start for you and that everything is just great in general. Uh, But if not, then maybe today's episode can help, okay? Maybe it can help you with whatever you may be going through in your life. And so today I want to talk about the frustrations that we as Christians tend to feel sometimes. Okay. Frustrations, because truth be told, just because we're Christians doesn't mean we don't feel things or also go through the motions. So yes, the frustrations. Okay. Frustrations of being in the church for a long time. Yes, you're a Christian. You took up the call to become a Christian and you decided to change your lifestyle and leave your old ways behind that never produced any results ways that never maybe included God, okay? You wanted to be a Christian and now, and and you are now serving God and doing all the things a good Christian would do. And I understand completely the frustrations because before I got to this point where I am today, I always, I remember always being frustrated with my situation, like, God, why am I not receiving the results that I want, right? I mean, I'm serving you, I'm not living a wayward lifestyle like most people were (laughs) back then. I literally serve you 24-7, serving in the church and really contributing to the body of Christ. And it seemed like talking about our frustrations as Christians was sort of like a bad thing. And you've probably been made to feel that way, that talking about your frustrations is a bad thing. Like you are expected to just have a wonderful life because you're a Christian, Oh, you were supposed to suck it up and just trust God like you weren't trusting him before, trusting of him before. But it's not always so. And that's why I want to talk about the frustrations. Okay. Just because you're Christian doesn't mean you don't go through the motions. I know I did. And that's why I want to speak to anyone who's experiencing this right now and address it because it is very real. Okay, just being a Christian doesn't mean you don't go through the motions, you don't feel sad sometimes, you don't feel weary, you don't mean, you don't, you don't, you don't mean, oh, sorry, you don't feel, doesn't mean you don't feel frustrations of not producing results or receiving the results you require of or you expecting from God. And you begin to ask yourself, because I know I used to ask myself, you begin to ask yourself if you did the right thing by becoming a Christian. Because the main reason you became Christian was to abandon your old ways that never gave you any results, that never produced results. Because you have seen from other people's lives and heard their testimonies about how being a Christian gives you results. And you've been a very good Christian for a while now, yet still no results. In fact, if they have to give an a for being the best Christian, That will be you. But then you find yourself asking such questions like, why am I still frustrated like I used to be when I didn't see results before becoming a Christian? I mean, yes, God has been faithful, blessing you in other areas, but there is that thing, that one thing you want God to do for you, the ultimate thing, that one thing, you know what it is but it just hasn't happened yet. So what in the world is going on? And your frustration could be that you've been trusting God to bless you with a spouse, with the one he ordained for you to be married to. You've been single for a long time now and you've been faithful. So why hasn't it happened yet? Why don't I still have a man yet? Why hasn't he showed up yet? Or you've been trusting God to give your bank account some much needed boost from that business. You've been believing God to bless and make successful, yet nothing. And it has been years. It could be some other form of frustration. You know that thing you're still waiting for as an answered prayer, but still nothing. No results, zilch, zero. You've been a Christian for a while now. One year has passed, two years, five years, 10 years has passed. But you're still at the same place, feeling stuck, hence the frustration, wondering when will it happen? When will it happen for me? I mean, I'm doing all the right things and being a good Christian. So when, Lord, when? Now, let me say, it is very okay (laughs) and normal to feel frustrated or to be frustrated. Simple, it is normal. And I want you to know that today. But what is most important is how do we move past that feeling of frustration? How? Because you've managed to express your frustrations to your pastor or a Christian brother or sister or leader. And he or she is like, Oh, just just continue to pray and be patient. Like you weren't doing all of that before. And you may be like, no pastor, no sis, no bro. I think you misunderstand me. I'm doing all the right things, including pray and being patient. And you know this, you see me in church, you see what I do. You know all of this, but that is not my problem. That is not my frustration. Can you just... Maybe help by helping me pinpoint or tell me why after doing all of these things, I still don't have results because I've prayed, I'm not getting anything. So perhaps you could help me since you're more senior and you're maybe more experienced with this spiritual stuff. I mean, it's been five years. It's been 10 years. It's been a while, but you still get the same answer. Oh, my brother, my sister, just keep praying. And keep being patient and they put their hands on your shoulder like just be patient keep praying and so you remain stuck and unsure of how to move forward because it's not a matter of being patient or praying more it is a matter of why am I still stuck you want to know the why so that you can leave your current state of frustration to where you want to be, which is to get to the place of receiving that blessing, or at least knowing what you should do to ensure you're receiving that blessing. And that's really what we are focusing on in this episode today. To talk about the reason why you feel stuck so that you can move forward. First of all, I want, you to, I want to ask you a question. I know your frustration is very valid. It is very, very, very valid. And I feel you, trust me. I do because I also used to be there, okay? I used to be in church back in the day and I'd be like, ah, God, I'm singing in the choir, doing all the bulletin stuff, taking care of the sanctuary, doing everything possible. Like I volunteered myself to the church and to do everything to make sure everything was getting done in church and making them meet their, I guess, weekly missions or whatever. So trust me, I know I've been there, okay? And I know my husband talked about spiritual activity in a previous episode. That's not what I'm referring to right now. Instead, I'm referring to serious devotion to serving God, but still not seeing results. Like, Why does my own have to be different? Why is it that it's now my turn to receive the blessings, but it's different? Why do I now have to be a Christian, leave my old ways behind? I'm here now doing the right things, but it's different. No results. Okay. So the first question is this. Okay. I want to ask you a question to help us move from where we are right now to where God wants us to be because this is what helped me in my own time, okay? And the question is, why do you feel frustrated? And I would like you to answer that question right now because what made me frustrated, okay, could be different from what is making you frustrated right now, okay? So why are you frustrated? And your answer could be that, you're frustrated that you've been in the church. You've been a good Christian. It has been a while, maybe a couple of years since you've been single, but yet you don't have a husband. You've been in church. You've been a good Christian. You're still trusting God for your business to pick up and be a success. And the answers will come up differently for everyone as you answer them individually. But it is important to ask yourself that question because when you do, the answer you're looking for will be in your response, okay? When you answer that question, okay? So when you answer that question, what you're looking for will be in the response, yes. Okay, so if you have answered that question, my next question for you is this. What was your motive for going into, or what was your motive for becoming a Christian? Okay, did you become a Christian to get into a relationship with God, or did you get into a relationship with him only for the things you can get from him? Did you become a good Christian only for what you can get from God, or because of God and who he is? Because the truth is, in this microwave generation of wanting to get things right away, we have turned our relationship with God into a friends with benefits type of relationship where you're like, I'm only here for what God can give to me. I mean, I will serve you and all, but I'm only doing so because I want me a man. I'm tired of being single or I'm only becoming Christian because my needs need to be met and that's it. I need results fast. And when we don't get them according to our timeline, we get frustrated. And sadly, this is something most people do. Most of us Christians do. And we do them unconsciously. Okay, so are you in a relationship with God? And that was my problem back in the day. (laughs) I was a Christian. I was doing all these amazing and wonderful things I mentioned before. But did I have a relationship with God or Did I have a relationship with the things? Because they're two different things. You can say you're serving God, but you can have a relationship with the things, not God. That is, you've been in a relationship with your motive of wanting to be all booed up and get married. You may have been in a relationship with money, in a relationship with success, But yes, you're frustrated with God because you feel you keep giving to God through your service. But the big man upstairs ain't giving you nothing back. And so you are frustrated. But is your frustration misplaced? Is your frustration misplaced? Because the truth is you are frustrated with God. You've been frustrated with God when you were never in a relationship with him. You came to the church, you gave your life to Christ and all, but you didn't get to know God for yourself. You didn't get into a relationship with him. You just kind of, you know, became a Christian, got in there and you started to seek ways and devise plans or activities on how you will get the results you want instead of seeking God. That's why even though you're now Christian, you're still feeling frustrated and still not receiving the results you've always wanted, even though you're now a Christian. Things you were experiencing when you weren't a Christian, you're experiencing them now even though you're a Christian. It is because of this reason. You are seeking ways to fulfill, to advance your needs, not advance the needs of God. Okay, so that's why you feel frustrated and your desire to get married and receiving blessings from God or whatever it is you're looking to God for. That's fine, they're all fine. Okay, don't get me wrong, they're perfectly okay, but you cannot force your desires on God. You can't get into uh, Christianity or the label of Christianity and claim you are in a relationship with God, but then you try to force your desires on God and you don't know what it takes to. make your walk with God better. No, you can't blackmail God with your emotions, emotions of frustrations, of weariness, of sadness, ETC, whatever the case may be, that your desires haven't been met yet. You just cannot blackmail God with your emotions to change your time into his time, to change your desires into his desires, your will into his will. You cannot blackmail God And everything cannot be about you. You want to be in a a relationship with God and you want to see results? Then make it about God. Make it about him. Like any relationship where you want to see results, make it about your spouse. But the thing is, there needs to be balance. It must be reciprocal. Make it about your spouse and they make it about you. That's the balance in a relationship. Same thing with God. It, it can't be about you always. Make it about him as well. So God wants to rewire your mindset. Romans 12 verse 2 says, you can only be transformed. Obviously, I'm rephrasing, your paraphrasing. It says, you can only be transformed when you renew your mind. And once your mind is renewed, only then can you test and approve what God's perfect will is for you. So again, the reason why you are frustrated is because you got into a relationship with God for the things he can give, not because of God, the giver of those things, okay? And that's why I said, ask yourself that question why you feel frustrated because the answer you're looking for would be in your response, okay? So one more time, the reason why you are frustrated is because you got into a relationship with God for the things he can give, not because of God, the giver of those things. Because when you rewire your belief, you renew your mind, your mindset, you begin to work with God, know him and understand his plans for you. You begin to trust him better as opposed to putting your trust in the things you can get from him. That's why you can't worship two masters at once. No one can serve two masters. You either love one and hate the other, give one attention and abandon the other according to Matthew six twenty four. So you can't say you are serving God, but also serving only to get your needs from God. It's either you're there for God or you're there for the things. You can't be there for both. You can't work your way into your destined marriage, meaning you can't, you can't, and when I say work, I mean work with your hands. You can't work your way into your destined marriage, meaning you can't satisfy a set of conditions where the harder you carry out spiritual activity in the church or you go for all the youth and adult conferences, depending on your age, you donate the most for church, the most amount of money for church outreaches and mission and mission trips of missionaries. I mean, all of these things are great, And God will definitely reward you because in Hebrews 11, 6, it says says there that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Okay, God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Okay, but it says there, diligently seek. So God is not a rewarder of those who seek marriage by carrying out the most spiritual or church activity. God is not a rewarder of those who seek to find a man to be married to. He is not a rewarder of those who seek for the blessings of God. No, no, and no. But those who diligently seek God will receive their reward. To seek means to find and to be Diligent means to show care, to be conscientious, to be hard-working. So be hard-working in your search to find God always and know Him. Not only working so hard to get things from Him. And you can't seek who you don't know. You won't know who you're looking for, their description, their voices. It's easy. So our frustrations have been misplaced because our motives have also been misplaced. Yes, I know I have said, seek God, like Hebrew 11 verse 6 said. Get into a relationship with him this time and understand his plans for you. And just because you have to change your motive, okay, it's very important that I say this. And just because you have to change your motive to the right one of seeking God doesn't mean the results you want will manifest right away. I mean, it could, it could manifest right away okay? But it could also take a while. Because one thing we fail to realize in our relationship with God or in getting into a relationship with God is that as we grow in our relationship with God, the growth is also preparing you for the blessings God has in store for you. Amen, somebody? Okay? Because as we grow in our relationship with God, that growth is also preparing you for the blessings God has in store for you because God is not in that relationship for himself. He is God. He is not getting into a relationship with you <laughs> for him. No, he's God all by himself. He doesn't need you to be God. He doesn't depend on every other variable to be God. He is God all by his amazing self. So God is not getting into a, a, a into a relationship for himself, he is getting into a relationship for you, not him. He has nothing to lose. Okay. He's, 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 he's a God that makes things happen. So he's getting into a relationship with you for you, not for him. And that's why having a relationship with God only prepares you for his blessings by simply seeking him not the things. And my point here is God will deliver all the blessings to you in his time, at the right time, not in your time, not in my time. You have to grow so you can handle the blessing. God doesn't want the blessing to wreck you. That's why you have to grow through that relationship with him first. And as you grow, he also prepares you for the blessing, and at the right time, I will make it happen, says the Lord in Isaiah 60, verse 22, and you can look up this verse in your spare time, and if you read the preceding verses from verse 1 to 21, Isaiah 61 21, you'll see the amazing things God has in store for you, for me, and all his children, but there is verse 22, which says at the right time, At the right time, I will do it. Yes, I have all this amazing and and, and great stuff in store for you, great blessings in store for you, but at the right time, in his time. So if you're single, in his time, he will make that marriage he has ordained for you to happen. There is nothing you can do to influence his time. His time is set. We don't even know what his time is, but it is It is his time, okay? And if you are believing God for that job, that business venture, that career switch, in his time as well, he will make it happen. But you need to be in a relationship with him so he can make it happen in his time, his relationship, his time, okay? But if you are in a relationship with the things, What time do those things have? So it never happen, and you become frustrated. So it has to be. It has to start with a relationship with God, with Him, so that in His time, He'll make it happen. He will make it happen in His time alone. Okay, so you get to inquire of God. You ask Him what. He needs you to know in this season, what he wants you to learn, where he wants you to be. And even if it takes years, okay, after being in a relationship with God, even if it takes years, a few years or a few months for God's time to arrive, you'll be of the mindset that you know you're God and the promises he has given you. You know, you don't set the conditions for God to fulfill his promises in your life. Only God does. And because you are in that relationship for him, you give total control to God and you just focus on his perfect will for you because after all, the word says in Matthew 6 verse 30 to 33, according to the message version, it says, what I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting, can you see? To not be so preoccupied with getting things, with getting a man, getting married, getting successful in life and business. Okay? To not be so preoccupied with getting. So you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works. Did you catch that? People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. But you know both God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. And the most popular version of verse 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Only then can everything you have ever desired be added unto you, be given to you. Okay, so don't go to the church. Don't become Christian to seek your own desires through multiple activities, but seek God first. Don't become a Christian, go to church to seek results for your desired marriage by doing whatever you feel like you should do. The act of service is great, but you must seek God first and serve him because you want to, not because you only want to get something from him. Okay, because think about it. How would you feel if someone only agrees to get into a relationship with you just because of what you have? Your money, your status, your cars, your things, and not you. They're there for the things and not you. How would you feel? Obviously, you'll feel horrible. I will feel horrible. It just isn't right. So why then do we feel we can use God in this way. If you've been waiting for your God-ordained spouse to show up, you would expect they're showing up in your life to love you finally, to be with you finally, not showing up to take things from you, to deplete you, to take your money, your wealth, your peace, your well-being, and never get to know you, the real you. No, you would refuse such a blessing. In fact, that's not even a blessing. You'd be like, that's a counterfeit because the person is just there to take things from you and not be there for you, right? So you would would refuse such a person because you deserve to be known and loved and cared, cared for in that relationship as God intends. So let's stop using God. Let's stop putting our trust in the things that we can or that we think we can get from being Christian because we see people getting these things from being Christian, forgetting that people also have a work with God that they may not share about. So we assume that, okay, I see them doing these things. So maybe that's the blueprint. So let me do that and then I get the same results. You know, it's all about the relationship. Okay? So stop being in relationship with getting things from God that we forget to be in a relationship with God, that we forget to seek him first. And um, that we forget that that is what God desires from us to seek Him and his kingdom and His righteousness. And then He gives you the benefits, which is everything that you ever wanted and desired. Okay, so that frustration, you're only in that way right now, feeling that way right now because of this very reason, relationship with the things, not with the giver of the things. So let there be a mindset switch, a motive switch, an understanding gain to enlighten you, to move from that point of frustration, to get well on your journey, to having a healthy, stable, growing relationship with God because God has so much in store for you, but you need to grow through having a relationship with God to receive those things. Same way a child has to grow in the home with the parents to become of age before they can allow him to get his inheritance or to even drive a car. He has to mature, he has to grow in that relationship, in that family family relationship, family setup. Okay? So have a relationship with God because that's what he requires for you and that's it. You can't serve two masters. It's either you're going to be with God or you're not. Okay? So I believe this message has... Blessed you and helped you feel unstuck. And I pray that you will trust God and give space for a relationship with Him to grow, to nurture Him so that in His time He can do it. In His time, okay? To grow. So, last thing before I say here and sign up because I'm just out of time here. Okay, I pray that you will give way and create space for a relationship with God in your life so you can grow with him and mature so he can introduce you to his time for receiving your blessings. So like I said, that's all I have for you guys today. My time is up. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram at Walking in Purpose Podcast and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.